Welcome back to a Mavs Outsider Podcast with your host Dustin. Doing my post-game pod for uh, both games that were played on Tuesday and Wednesday for the Dallas Mavericks. The Tuesday, a loss to Miami, and the Wednesday, a win against San Antonio. Now, um, I guess we'll just go kind of in order of the games, and I won't spend too much time on them. Um, kind of a lot of the same, a lot of the same stuff going on. So uh, we'll start with um, Miami. Uh, you know the Miami game. Uh, you know one thing I said prior to this game is I wanted them to compete. I felt like the first half they did. Uh, maybe you know I don't know some of the second half, but not much. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's still going back to shooting, you know. Tim Hardaway took 13 three-pointers and only made four of them. Uh, you know, that's he only took two two-point shots. And I just, that's just, that doesn't work. I don't know. Um, what's Frank Nilakina was 0 for 5. Now, he's been really good, so I'm not going to be so hard on him. Uh, Sterling Brown was 0 for 2. He's struggled uh, since he since the regular season. The preseason he played so well, I was excited, but just ever since the season started, he's struggled. Luca played well. He only shot nine threes, and I say only because he usually shoots a lot. He made three of them, you know, 33%. He shot 12 free throws, and he made 10 of them, which is good. You know, he Took 24 total shots and scored 33 points. Um, Brunson had a really good game. Brunson pretty much kept him in it when they were in it. Um, Brunson actually had a lot of uh, rebounds as well. Luca, you know, Luca only had three rebounds. Uh, Brunson had seven, and you know, Powell led them with eight. Surprisingly, uh, you know, one of the things that you notice from that game is that uh, Miami was double and triple teaming Luca, and they were just basically saying, "Look, Luca's not going to beat us. Go ahead and beat us, Dorian Finney-Smith. You know, go ahead and beat us, Tim Hardaway." And those guys got the ball and just laid eggs. So it's basically going to be how teams play Dallas, even when the playoffs come along. You know, it's good that Jalen Brunson plays so well, and it really helps when he does play well. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, okay, now we've got two guys that can create shots and score, but what happens the entire rest of the game? You know, two guys can't score, you know, 80 points. It's just not possible. You know, I, I don't... I'm sure it's been done before. I'm sure teammates have scored 40 apiece, but it's just not reality, you know. They Hardaway had 17, and it's because he took so many shots. Uh, the fourth leading scorer had 10 points for the Mavs, um, Reggie Bullock, who was three for seven on his threes, and that's all he took were three pointers. He was three for seven overall. So, you know, it'd be nice. If he took some twos, but when it came down to things like rebounding, they were out rebounded. It was obvious 
there was a Powell was just getting killed on the pick and roll. Bam was just murdering him on the pick and roll. You know, Bam finished with 22. You know, Butler finished with 23. Lowry was his best game of the year, I think, because Lowry was averaging eight points a game prior to this game. You know, leave it up to Dallas to let him go off. You know, he had 22. Tyler Hero had 25. And just so people know, like, I know Tyler Hero thinks he's the, just as good as Luka and Trey and all, you know, he's not. Look, Tyler Hero is a good player. Tyler Hero is a good shooter. He, he is. There's a lot of good shooters in this league, and Tyler Hero is one of them. But Tyler Hero probably hadn't even seen a double team. Tyler Hero's probably the fourth best player on his team. He's not even the best player on his team. He's the fourth best player on his team. Tyler Hero doesn't even start. If teams are building, like drafting today to build a team, they're not picking Tyler Hero, you know. And I'm not saying it to hate on Hero. I'm just saying the the fact that Tyler Hero scores 25 in a game against Dallas, where Luca, you know, has 33, and he's like, oh, he's on fire. He's just as good. Well, it's like, no, he's by himself. You know, he's being covered by, you know, Dwight Powell on on switches. You know, it's like. He's not getting double teamed. He, he's just free reign to do what he wants because he's got so many good teammates. And it's just, it stinks that, you know, that Dallas just, they they can't even come close to beating these good teams. They can't. This was, I think, the closest. You know, they only lost by 15. You know, some of the other time, the games they've, I, I guess prior to this, they had lost by an average of 24. Well, they brought the average down, which is a good thing, but, I mean, they're just getting blown out by these good teams. Um, you know, they shot, they shot 42 three-pointers and scored 110 points. You know, Miami shot 25 three-pointers. You know, it goes back to what I keep saying over and over and over again. You don't have to launch three-pointers to win the basketball game. They scored 125 points. Now, they did shoot 50% from those three-pointers. That really helps. But, you know, you don't have to launch threes to win these games. Um, Jimmy Butler shot a ton of free throws, 17 free throws. Um, The team had 30 overall. Uh, you know, Dallas shot 31 free throws. Uh, they actually didn't shoot terrible. Uh, Powell missed three, and Brunson missed two. But uh, it just, like I said, it, it goes back to their struggles shooting the ball. Um, they're living and dying by the three right now. And right now they're dying. They're, they've been dying all season. The one thing they've gotten going for them is they've played a couple bad teams. Um, moves us up to Wednesday's game uh, against San Antonio. Dallas won that game by one point. Um, you know, Luca had 23, but Brunson had 31. Brunson actually took a lot fewer shots than uh, Luca did. Luca took 12 three pointers. You know, that's that's a lot of threes, and he only made three of them. Hardaway took nine of them, and he made three. Dorian Finney-Smith was 0 for 4. That just, they can't win games if Dorian Finney-Smith is 0 for 4. Dorian Finney-Smith needs to be 2 for 4 every night. Um, Franklin Aquino was 0 for 2, and he was 0 for 6 overall. He had another bad game. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I'd be hard on him, but he played. He, 
he defends so well, and you know it's like I know I'm hard on Powell because you know Powell somehow takes horror. He's horizontal in some of his shots, which it boggles my mind. You know, Powell somehow had five offensive rebounds um, against San Antonio. Uh, Luca led the team with 12, and Jalen Brunson had 10. But Dwight Powell had six total. And, you know, it just... I mean, I'm not going to turn every podcast into a rag on Dwight Powell because it gets old after a while. But, you know, one thing I'd just like to see, and I, I know nobody else wants to see it because... I think people feel like they want guys out there with the best chance to win, and I do too, obviously. But I, I think Moses Brown should be playing twenty minutes a game. Uh, you know, when you see Willie Colley Stein out there, sometimes you see a guy engage, sometimes you don't. He played ten minutes last night, scored two points off. Uh, sorry, he had zero points. He had two rebounds and zero points in ten minutes. Uh, he, sometimes he's just not engaged. Dwight Powell had six points and six rebounds in 22 minutes. Now, Boban is who showed out for him. Boban had 17 points, and he had five rebounds. And he was eight for ten shooting. He was one for four on his free throws, but I just, you know, Powell's been in this league now like eight years, I believe. Maybe he's in his eighth year, something along those lines. Willie Colley-Stein's been in the league five, six years now, maybe even seven. I don't know the exact number, but he's been in the league a while now. And these guys are who they are. They, they're, not, they're not going to improve any aspect of their game. They're not going to become better shooters. Um, now, Dwight Powell has taken a few threes this year, and he's made a couple. But at the end of the day, you know, Willie Cauley-Stein is who he is. He's not all of a sudden going to wake up tomorrow and be a different player. And Dwight Powell, the same thing. He's not waking up tomorrow, and he's not going to be a different player. It's it's Moses Brown, though. Moses Brown's only been in the league for two years. He, like I've said it before, he came out of college too early. And he's still learning a lot. But Moses Brown could play for the next three months and would probably be a different player in February than he is today if he got 20 minutes a game. He could, you know, he's going to, he could learn from his mistakes. And it's just one of those things that's, it it frustrates me because I think, I think he's, Somebody that could help this team, um, even when the playoffs come around. I, I you know, it's kind of, I'm, I'm going to hate when, you know, April rolls around and they're going to have to rely on Moses Brown because of an injury or COVID or something like that. You know, it happened to Denver. You know, Mike Malone in, uh, you know, Michael Porter Jr. refused, or Michael Porter Jr.'s second year in the league was basically his first because he he missed his entire first year. And so he comes in, and Michael Malone just won't play him. And he barely got any playing time. Well, then the season got uh, postponed because of the COVID. So they end up going to the bubble, and Denver has 
these injuries and opt out, just like a lot of other teams. And all of a sudden, Michael Porter Jr.'s got to play 30 minutes a game. Well, Michael Porter Jr. is not ready to play 30 minutes a game and contribute. He's a rookie, and he got no playing time. And of course, it affected the way, you know, the outcome of that team. And I, I just feel like this is good. It's going to happen to Dallas. They're not going to play Moses Brown. April's going to roll around. A couple guys are going to get injured. And all of a sudden, Moses Brown's going to have to play 20 minutes a game, and he's just not going to be ready. And I, I just feel like if you gave him 20 minutes a game, I don't think he's going to hurt your chances of winning. Is he going to make mistakes? Of course he's going to make mistakes. But he's also going to help you because the guy can rebound and he can defend the rim. And is, does he struggle on defense? Yeah, but that's part of learning you know, how to play in the NBA. And I, I just think if he plays 20 minutes a game, he can help this team more than he'll hurt this team. And you'll be you'll see, you know, people will point out the, the plays where he hurts the team, and I get it. Yeah, he like again, he's a raw talent. But, you know, they're not gonna point out the fact that, you know, he could play ten minutes and score twelve points and have eight rebounds. You know, that's just something Dwight Powell can't do. You know, he can finish at the rim, and that's something Willie Colley Stein can't do. He missed another dunk last night. And I just I would love to see Moses Brown get some playing time. Um, I, I just think I think he can be a future starter for this team, especially if you know they the Mavericks wise up and tr finally trade Porzingis. And I just you know and Omarui is another one. I think Omarui is a better player than Dwight Powell. And I think he can give you more than Powell. And I think, you know, I know he's a two-way player and he's a rookie, but not only does he is he strong enough to keep from getting bullied in the paint, but he gives you that same hustle that, you know, these coaches love so much from Dwight Powell. So I would love to see Amarui actually just his contract get converted into a full-time contract and him become a player for this team. You know, I know they probably have to they have to get rid of some guys, but I just you know, I feel like changes have to be made and I know some people it's like, Oh, the season's still early. Don't overreact. Well it's like, Well, I'm sorry, I, we've seen these players before. We've seen this team before. We've had this team for three years. We know what it can and can't do. We know Powell can't defend. We know Willie Colley Stein isn't engaged. Let's change it up let's mix it up and i just unless until they do that they're just gonna be uh you know bottom four seed in the playoffs and then you get knocked out of the first round and it's like you don't even have to watch the season to know how it ends so I, I just you know that's my rant i'm going on another one i know they won you know when you look at the standings right now somehow this team is so bad and they're third in the west so you know, they're tied with Lakers and Memphis. And it's just, it. you know, it, it continues to kind of boggle my mind on how, how much they've struggled. Now, their next game is Saturday. And it is against, I believe, the uh, Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, it's a home game. Now, I don't know if... 
KP's going to play or not. It's basically just a who knows. Uh, Boston is a team that's struggling. They're three and five. Boston is one of those teams that they have the ability to beat anybody, but they also have the ability to lose against anybody. All it takes is for someone like Jason Tatum to get hot, or Jalen Brown to get hot, hit a bunch of open, hit a bunch of shots, and all of a sudden they're blowing you out. So, um. A few more, uh, looking at the standings, I noticed some teams have lost. You know, Miami leads the East now. Uh, Utah and Golden State lead the, lead the West. Uh, the way Miami's playing right now, they're, they're probably going to be up there. You know, Milwaukee has got a lot of injuries right now. You know, I, I had Milwaukee finishing second, and I had Brooklyn finishing uh, first. And I had Atlanta finishing third. You know, right now Milwaukee's struggling with injuries. Uh, Brooklyn, they're five and three, but they just—I don't know—they don't look complete. Maybe if you know Kyrie comes back at some time, maybe that'll help them. Um, you know, Atlanta. You know, they came out and spanked Dallas, but you know they're undefeated at home, but they just can't. They struggle on the road so far. They're one and four. Um, you know, they're just, right now, they, you know, Boston's kind of the opposite. Boston's 0-3 at home, the 3-2 and on the road, you know, and they're playing in Dallas Saturday night. So, you know, Indiana has won a couple in a row after, you know, starting 1-6. and They're now 3-6. and um, Cleveland and Charlotte are still fun teams to watch. Uh, Washington's another fun team to watch. Uh, the Bulls. Are a fun team to watch. Philly's actually six and two. I don't know what that Ben Simmons situation is. You know, some of the teams in the West that, you know, were kind of down in the standings. They're starting to, you know, make their moves. Uh, you know, the top ten in the West is starting to get to be where you know who it is. You know, I, I had Houston and Oklahoma and San Antonio at the bottom. Well, they're. 12 through 14 right now. It's New Orleans that's last. New Orleans is just a bad team. Um, I had them out of the playoffs anyways. The one team that's in the top 10 right now that I didn't think was going to be there was Sacramento. Now, Sacramento has started strong in the past, but reality sets in, you know, 20 games in, and they realize they're the Sacramento Kings, and they, you know, lose a bunch in a row. So... You know, Portland is struggling a bit right now. I, you know, I don't know. Some people have made the comment about the ball is, you know, being different. I don't know if that's true or not. Shooting is way down in the league this year. Um, maybe it's something. Maybe it's not. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, there's some... There's some games on right now. I'm recording this on a, a Wednesday evening. And, you know, Kate Cunningham is finally playing. He's not really doing a lot. He's really struggling uh, in his time. But, eh, you know, it's all right. He's a rookie. He, he's not leading that team to the playoffs. The best thing for Detroit is they just keep losing and get a top pick. You know, right now Cunningham's one for eight. 
He's got five points. It's Grant that's got 22, and it's, you know, I. it would be nice to, uh, you know, Kelly Olenek is playing well for them. I, You know, that's a guy Dallas should trade for. You know, they could probably give them Willie Cauley-Stein and a second-round pick or something for Olenek. They should have signed Olenek in the offseason. Just a big miss. Another miss. I mean, there's so many misses by them. It, it's ridiculous. Um. But, you know, it's it's good to see Cunningham out there. Uh, you know, Cleveland actually has a winning record. Uh, Mobley's fun to watch. They're a real fun team to watch. Um, Houston, they play tonight. They're one and six. There's a, 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 I can't remember what the name, but they're on Twitter. And so they predicted Houston to be eighth in the West. And I laughed. I told him he was insane. Um, they're one and six. They're not good. Eric Gordon's a guy they got that I would love the Mavs to get. The only way Dallas is going to get him is in a three-team deal. Um, because it, in order for Dallas to get them, they'd have to put Dwight Powell in a trade, and they're not putting Powell in any trade. Um, Powell's going to be Powell's going to be a Maverick for the next eight years. He's going to be the starting center, and that's just how it is. I. I I don't foresee that changing. I just don't. And, you know, I would love to look, you know, I think it'd be funny to look back, you know, eight years from now and say, yeah, I was right. He was their starting center for the next eight years. So, and Dallas would be, you know, sixth and seventh seed the entire time. But uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and end the pod there. Uh, You know, don't forget Saturday night. Uh, Mavs game. Hopefully they can get a win. They uh, after Saturday, they let's see. I'm gonna see their next two. We'll go ahead and talk, see who they play after Saturday. They play uh, Monday home game against Denver. Now they got shellacked by Denver the last time they played. Uh, they have been playing better, but. Uh, you know they're not they're not down the thirty in the first quarter anymore. They're not having to come back. They're you know they've got the tide or the lead, even that's a small lead, but they're they're there in the first quarter. That's what's important. They're do they're playing well at home. They did lose to Miami at home, but you know they got two home games in a row: one Saturday, one Tuesday, or Monday. One Saturday, one Monday, and you know. Two decent teams. You know, Denver's struggling right now. They're four and four. They're not where they want to be. But, you know, Dallas really needs to step it up. They they gotta hit their shots because they are a jump shooting team. And until they start hitting their shots, these games are they're gonna be tough. So hopefully they can start hitting their shots and we can get some wins, some good wins against good teams. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Um, if you'd like to follow me on the Twitter, you can, at the Mavs Outsider. Um, if you could, rate and review the podcast, wherever it is you get your podcasts. Um, other than that, we'll see you next time. Later.